Just a reminder then of that voice note we received from our listener in Danilton uh, raising the issue of service delivery in his area. Now this morning I would like to express my concern about water crisis in Danilton, which is now starting to put women and children's lives under risk. Because at night, these people are still roaming around the streets of our villages looking for water. Please, Kefi, do something. Just get Elias Motswale, the municipality, to come and explain this. It's now three years in Denelton without water. Please. So we've tried to get to the bottom of why there hasn't been water in Danilton. And I think uh, the first conversation we had really answered the question. You know, they, <laughs> in fact, you know, it, it is actually one of the most astounding um, interviews I've, I've, I've had, uh, in, you know, just in, in general in my life. Because th- there's a level of complacency that um, one just can't seem to wrap their head around when it comes to the provision of water and uh, actually expediting the processes of ensuring that whatever challenges lie in, in the face of providing that water are dealt with. One certainly didn't get a sense that there's anything urgently being done um, to to alleviate the challenges. So uh, today we'll take a look at the Elias Motswaledi municipality as a whole. Of course, we know that uh, it's had its fair share of challenges over the last couple of years, and I'll be outlining what some of them have been. Joining our conversation today is Councillor Julia, Julia Matebe, who is the Mayor of the Elias Motswaledi Municipality. Councillor Matebe, good morning to you. Good morning to you and morning to listeners. Baiskopo Makamu is Limpopo's MEC for Cooperative Governance, Human Settlements and Traditional Affairs. Uh, Mr. Makamu, good morning to you. Morning, sis. And the listeners of SASM. Bashibani is uh, with the Ward 23 Development Forum. And of course, they've approached even institutions such as the public protector over a service delivery in their area. And they fall under the Elias Motswaledi municipality. Mr. Maditlaba, good, good morning to you and thank you for your time today. Good morning, Siskate. Good morning to the mayor there and the MEC, and uh, good morning to the SF community. Mm, mm. Let me begin perhaps with you, Councillor Matebe. As the mayor of the Elias Motswaledi municipality, one of the challenges, of course, that you've been facing over the last couple of years is that you're dealing with a, a, a local municipality that, number one, has been regressing in some of its audit outcomes and certainly doesn't seem to be be turning the situation around in terms of being able to uh, get its books in good standing. Hey, good morning once more, Ms. Katie and the listeners. And of course, as a local municipality that is in the rural areas, we are not immune to the challenges that are facing the entire country in relation with the service delivery issues. We, however, committed as, as government to ensure that we provide um, a sustainable service delivery to our people. 
And coming to the issue that we have just raised now in terms of regression of the the audit outcome, I want to state that as a municipality, we have been doing our best uh, to ensure that we strive towards to get a better audit opinion. Mm. But as the local municipality, we also want to applaud the, the progress that we see in relation with the audit uh, opinion. Yes, I agree with you that we we have uh, regressed, regressed from unqualified to uh, qualified uh, audit opinion, which largely was um, uh, contributed oh, by the, the bulk uh, purchase of electricity oh, and the misappropriation of uh, the assets. So those are the two major issues that led us to uh, uh, go back to a qualified audit opinion. But as the political head of the municipality, I'm, I'm quite um, um, convinced that at the end of the day, we'll able to resolve those issues. In the, 20, in the 2018 and 2019 financial year, one of the things that was highlighted about your municipality is that you ended up spending 11 million rand, and this was on consultants to help you prepare financial statements. Now, despite the fact that you spent this money, you still regressed in terms of, of your audit opinions. Of course, you you are quite right that uh, we are one of the municipalities that uh, are relying on the assistance of a consultant. But this case, and everyone who is listening will agree with me that uh, as and when you are dealing with the uh, financial systems issues, you need to be extremely careful as well not to collapse the system entirely. But what we are doing now is that uh, the service providers that we have appointed, we in our contract with them, we've, we've included uh, the clause that says uh, we need to get uh, the clear, clear plans to uh, make sure that they um, give us uh, the skills so that at a particular point in period they exit our system and we have our own. But, but are, they, are there no officials within the municipality who are employed to do this? Can I maybe finish? Yes, we do have the officials that are being appointed to, to do the service. For an example, in the last financial year, our our asset register was prepared by our own asset manager, which to us, we see it as an improvement that we did not see last year. So those issues are some of the issues that we are measuring ourselves in terms of how do we navigate for, for the skills that is relevant to the issues that we are dealing with. Where was the asset manager in the year that you spent 11 million rand on consultants? The asset manager was there, was appointed. But as um, I've indicated earlier on chat, we were assisted by the consultant. Like I, I mentioned earlier on to say, when you are dealing with this kind of uh, uh, issues, 
you must also be careful in terms of not uh, collapsing the system. Instead, you must strive towards to work around entirely that to ensure you restore the the system itself. But ultimately, mm. those consultants that are being appointed, they we must have a plan for them to exit the, the system. So, so Councillor Matebe, here's the issue that I'm really pointing out. You have officials within the municipality that have been employed to deliver a particular service. In this instance, it was on being able to... Um, to, 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 to sort out the asset management of the municipalities. You have somebody who, in-house who is employed to do this, and yet you spend 11 million rand on consultants to do this. So does it mean that the person who is employed is not qualified to do this? Are they incapable of doing this? What led you to hiring consultants? Not not necessarily to say the person that we have employed maybe doesn't have a, a, a necessary skill to perform the duty, but you also look into the issues, uh, the variety of issues within that department, and at some point, of course, the council will feel that uh, it is important for us to ensure that uh, that kind of a issue, we are dealing with it to the level where we are convinced that we will able to carry uh, that kind of a service on our own. Looking into Elias Mutualedi as a local municipality, the other issues as Katie that uh, maybe I should share with you and the and the listeners is that our our assets register it was not easy to compile it on the basis that uh, some of the assets were aging. Some of them could not find them. As you know, the history of this municipality that we were, uh, the municipality in 2000, when it was established, it was established uh, uh, merging the areas that were under um, but, some... But, but, but Councillor, the point is that you have an entire unit with officials who are supposed to be dealing with these matters on a day-to-day basis. And yet you ended up spending 11 million rand on this issue. Shirley, does that sound like money well spent to you? Well, the Auditor General didn't quite think it was. But in, in, in your opinion, was it money well spent? Maybe let, let me say to Sis Kitty and, and the listeners that uh, let's correct the, the unit that you are saying we have the entire unit. We don't have the entire unit. We have one person who has been uh, appointed as a as an asset manager, which is also the area that I need to accept as a political head. That uh, in our deliberation as well, we have noted that we think it's high time that as a municipality we started to establish a fully fledged unit that will able to assist us in dealing with the issues of the assets. Let me bring in here the World 23 Development Forum's Bashimani Maditlaba. Mr. Maditlaba, perhaps your own picture then of um, the state of service delivery in the Elias Motswaledi region. What is your experience as a resident there? You know, uh, my sister, if maybe I can give you just one example. 
Uh, I'm in a village called Sipago. It's uh, what only three years old, including uh, another one called Black Panther. Mm. The thing is, there was a contractor that came here to our village in 2007. We can hear Donald Trump speaking about three years back, but then I was speaking about 14 years ago. There was a contractor that came to our village in 2007. They built uh, reservoirs and they built uh, concrete uh, dams. They laid pipes underground, like 14 kilometers of pipes. Then they even they put in meters, uh, meters and taps. But I can tell you, my sister, till to date, there hasn't been a single drop of water from those pipes. There's no explanation as to why is the code, is the project complete or is the, co- the project incomplete? If it's complete, where is the water? If it's not complete, when is it going to be complete? Because from 2007, even the infrastructure now is vandalized. There's no expedition from the municipality. When you ask the council, the now council says he was not, she was not there in 2007. Mm. We've been to the local municipality, we've been to the district municipality, even went as far as the public protest in 2019. Because even today, it's only like our hope that even after our conversation today, maybe something will happen because we are struggling for what. You cannot grow basic food like tomatoes. You have to contend with maize, and we know maize is rain-dependent. If there's no rain, you don't eat. But we know there's infrastructure, there was money paid. We do have, uh, in fact, papers from the contractors that was here in 2007, and they, they show how much work was done. Mm-hmm. It says here there was 59% of work done. Out of 2,340,591, 6 cents of the tender that was awarded. It was only 59% of the work done in 2007. And, and, what, and, and, and what has been the response of the council when you raised this issue? The councillor, we always convey message meetings with the councillor. Yes, the councillor, she's only her second term. She's been here since 2011. So what she tells us is that she was not there in 2007. So it clearly tells us that there was no handover. So the council doesn't know anything. All right, we're going to continue th- with this uh, conversation in a moment. Our municipal watch focus today is on the Elias Mozoledi uh, local municipality. It's 11.30. Let's take Anne Musa with the latest news headlines. Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on the talking point this morning, looking at the Elias Mozoledi municipality and in particular some of uh, the challenges that have faced this municipality. Of course, uh, you can also be part of the conversation on 011-714-2006. That's the number to get in touch with us and on WhatsApp 0614-104-107. We have the mayor of the municipality, Councillor Julia Matebe, on the line. We've got Baiskopo Magamo, who's Limpopo's MEC for uh, Cooperative Governance, Human Settlements and Traditional Affairs. And Bashimani Maditlaba, he is with the Ward 23 Development Forum. So just before we went to uh, news and that break, uh, Mr. Maditlaba was telling us about uh, some of the challenges that they've had in terms of water supply. Um, and Councillor Mateba, perhaps you can speak to uh, the issue that uh, Mr. Maditlaba was, was speaking to about this project that was started but just never completed. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, Ms. Katie, and listeners once more. 
Maybe let me start by indicating that uh, as a municipality, as current uh, uh, council, we are successor in title. There is no vacuum in in government. And I also want to further indicate that uh, this case is very much unfortunate that we are not the water authority service. Uh, The water authority service lies with with the district. So we'll speak volume on issues that are affecting us as a municipality. But uh, I also want to indicate that as a local municipality, as a constituency, is ours. We are not holding our arms. We're continuously engaging with the district in the relation to the water water service challenge. How, how are you engaging with them? We're engaging with them through the Ward Councillors um, uh, Forum, where in the district is interacting with the with the ward councillors uh, regarding the issues that are affecting our communities um, about water issues across the board. At the end of the day, you have to answer to the residents of the Elias Motsoledi um, municipality about why they don't have water. So when you take this matter up with the Sikukuni district, what are the answers that you are given that you can provide as something for residents to be able to work with and give confidence that indeed you as the mayor are taking this issue very seriously? Of course, we, we do take it seriously. Uh, and I'm saying we are able to engage with the, with the district about these issues. And uh, maybe if I were to share with uh, the listeners and Katie is that uh, the Skuguna District Municipality have got a plan on how are they going to assist our communities uh, uh, with water. Let me indicate that uh, the the district has allocated about 55.4 million uh, to the villages that have been identified to get water um, as a program that is uh, an emergency program. And Sepagu, where um, the guy who just spoke here is reciting, uh, it has been given about uh, 11 uh, water tanks to assist that community. That is the response that we got from the from the Pukune District Municipality. But apart from that, as well, the district. Uh, They've uh, committed themselves to upgrade the water treatment uh, plant in Khroblazdal, which is going to draw a bulk water uh, supply or a a portable source of water to move the area. But again, on this issue, I also want to indicate that uh, as a local municipality, we are trying to work hand in hand with the Skukune District Municipality because of this project of drawing water from problems that treatment 
plant to the area of Muse. It has been dragging for quite some time now, but we are hopeful that with the engagement that we are making with the district, the issue will be resolved. Mr. Makamu, let me bring you in here. As the, as the MEC for Cooperative Governance in the province, I mean, you know, what kind of leadership are you providing over this matter? Because ultimately, you're, you're sitting with a situation where you still have many areas unable to access water. And for whatever reason, that situation doesn't seem to be changing. Thanks, uh, and uh, greetings to the listeners. Uh, I must indicate that uh, in the whole province of Lipompo, the water challenge is a serious concern to every leader, including the premier. Mm-hmm. He, you might have heard in his state of the province address that uh, he will want to lead the delegation to meet with the Minister of Water and Sanitation to try to resolve the challenges. But I must indicate that the most critical challenge is what... Uh, the resident of 123 rate that we do have a project that started in 2007. Today we are in 2021, the project is not complete. There are a number of those in the province. Uh, I can mention a few of them. We have taken a decision to make sure that without necessarily starting with new uh, construction of new water treatment uh, plants, we should complete it. You have got the Kutama Sintimule, you have got the Giani project, you have got the Flegbushelo project, the Malekane project in Skokoi. So we are looking for funding to make sure that this project gets to be completed. But the other critical challenge is when a project was uh, conceptualized, you find that people are doing reticulation, but there is no source of water that will be able to provide. So as a province, we have identified that, and we think the sixth administration of coming with the district development model will be able to help us. And I don't want to agree to say it's the district or the provincial government or national government that was supposed to run a particular project. It is a government that is running a project. So there is no reason by now to say we can't be able to this was meant for the Department of Water and Sanitation. Uh, of course, of course, the other reality, um, uh, Mr. Makamu, that we're facing is the fact that the earliest Mozoledi municipality, just more holistically, is is in a dire state. You 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 remember, the Minister of Water and Sanitation tried to respond to the challenges, specifically in the area of Mut, where she came in and unveiled a project of almost 143 million that will be able to try to resolve the challenges. It's a critical, but I must... Also yes, yes, and, 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 and we focused, the first part of, of, of this conversation, we focused on the interventions that were particular to water and, 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 and the department and the minister. But what I'm saying to you is that the problems in Elias Mutualedi go far beyond just the supply of water. Yes, I agree. And that's why I was saying, look at the area of Mute and the other part of Skukuni. It's a very drought-stricken area. Even if you want to come with a short-term measure of goals, it does not necessarily respond to the challenge. You only have to rely on the immediate, whether you will provide water tankering, which is not sustainable, which is too expensive, 
but also you will want to have a project that will be able to take water from Flegushielo then that will be able to distribute. So it's not necessarily a matter that we can resolve just in a small time. And I accept that some of the projects get to stall, and that's where we are, are looking now to make sure that they get to be resolved. But, but MEC, you also have a municipality here whose audit outcomes have been regressing for a number of years. And this is happening under your watch. On some level, there also has to be accountability um, in terms of those that are in charge at the LS Motoledi municipality, how are you holding the mayor accountable for all of the other services that are not being provided and just for the overall dire state of her, her municipality? I know yourself, just Casey, that you normally follow the challenges. And I think, let me zoom into LS Motoledi, the regressing part of it. One of the issues that uh, make municipalities to regress is about high turnover of senior government officials or senior management. You will know that that municipality at some point uh, invested money in the VBS. Hence, it changed in the senior management, the MMF to be suspended, leave the CFO. That all in its own also contributes to the regressing of the uh, municipalities. And uh, I don't think Elias uh, Mutualet is an exception on the matter. That's why consequence management had to take place. But we are not saying people should be kept even if they are uh, transgressing the legislative uh, prescripts. What I'm trying to say is that also we need to have a stability in the movement of senior management uh, in the municipalities to can carry on the good work that is happening. And we are starting to see such uh, improvement in the municipality. And I think you will know by now that Lipopo is the one who improved in the whole country. About 15 municipalities were able to get unqualified. We are taking step by step trying to support the municipalities. Kukure, as a whole district, uh, it's regressed. The district itself, it is uh, it regressed. This year, Ephraim Mukhale improved to unqualified and Makuru Tamara is continuing to receive. So we have got a targeted approach to support this municipality to. Uh, put their financial management into a uh, proper way. But that does not necessarily mean that there should not be consequence management on the people who are feeling. And I have listened to you when you were talking about the mayor speaking about uh, uh, the asset management. We require them to minimize the utilization of uh, consultants and empower and employ people with capacity within this unit. Let me go to Mudubi. You're calling us from Secunda. Good morning, Mudubi. Mm. Mm. Nadi <laughs> 
Ona letsi arna tsela ya tsela tsela ya gana ka bapeding ka kopa ba ba riketsela e ya go khoshi go tswile tenda ya gona ka mogodi ba re kwanga gona tsela ya berekwa ya gaoletswa ya wa tenda le bolela gore tsela e felle tsela ba pedi ya kopa ba peding ga go ba tsela ke ba kopa batho ba bolela go ba bo sepaku bo mutse ka kwa botenetene na ke la ke le wa wa pedi mo mo ga o file bona mo tropong ya go Kahona literally jeri zivango chao, Elias Mutualeji maspala wao, kaju kahona lahanya. Kiaoko kama mmeyara ubelela kwa kahona le dikopa na jina lengo vijua mumsing, na kariji zivela lahanya. Dikopa na jina lengo vijua, kariteri jeri lugo la mumsing wa wa katatra Elias Mutualeji, kariji zivela lahanya. Kahona sisi, mete, kahona le madamu ilor aile aho kana kujira jikal, madamu iba pompe la mete kama Sinzo maspala bate mapa matamala fulula go pile ga rena metse next la ganyane le le go re le itirelo le go re le ntheo bona ngwe re ba ka thoma ba ithoma fatse ba re no o tlo ba se ga ona ke kwele malowa o bobolela le ba le ba metse le bona ma go re go fo go mme go padile so ga ke tsebe nna ro thusha ga re tlakae mohlomong go tleng ga bona mo redio ba tlo go gore no re a thaetsa le tshe ba di bolelago mo dzene mohlomong ba calling us from Sekunda. so uh, basically to sum up what he's saying he says um you know they, they there hasn't been any delivery of of basic services for the people of um the Elias Motswaledi municipality and at least that's part of his experience so he's listening to the officials talk about uh, you know the work that is being done in some of the progress and uh, he's in Duffelkop and he says they certainly have not uh, experienced it. Uh, there was some movement around getting electricity but that seemed to be uh, the beginning and, and the end of uh, kind of the work that was put into it. He says the public consultations um, that that the mayor spoke about, um, it, it, it's just, you know, those public consultations did not take place or at least that the community he as a resident of that of part of that community certainly is not aware of 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 those meetings so uh, that's just uh, mudupi there giving his own account of what happens in that municipality we'll take a quick break and i'll give the 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 the, the mayor a, an opportunity to respond and i'll take more calls on SAFM. We continue the conversation on the talking point. We're, pay, we're putting the spotlight on the Elias Motswaledi municipality. Um, Councillor Matebe, let me give you an opportunity to respond to what Mudubi was saying. Thank you very much, Ms. Katie. Um I myself went to Babedin community uh, after they rejected to be addressed by the ward councillor. And they've raised issues, uh, among the issues, they've raised the issue of road. And also of now recently, on the 11th of May, the speaker went to Tafelukop Stadium uh, on the public participation. I just want to correct the issue that there are no meetings that are happening. But also further to indicate, Katie and the listeners, that uh, the road that they are talking about, of course, is one of the roads that... Uh, we are prioritizing in the in the new financial year. We've allocated the uh, money for that road to to get the uh, 
a drawing for, for the road. What happened to the contracts that were previously issued to, to deliver that road? No, we have never, we have never um, uh, issued out a tender for that road. The road that we have constructed within the very same ward is another road, which we, we are completing. So the, the Vapedin community is, is falling within a ward, um, ward 26. And the road that they are talking about is at 94% uh, 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 to be completed. When was that road started? The road uh, we we started in the previous financial year is a is a is a multi-year uh, project. So the, the the project is about to to be completed, but the, when we constructed that road uh, from the beginning, the community of um, Babeling has com- uh, complained that uh, it seems like uh, we we construct one road without. Uh, uh, prioritizing them as well as part of the the people who are residing in that ward. But we explained to them in my visit to Ebabedi that uh, this road is a is a multi-year uh, project. But it's not it's not uh, the issue that can make us not to give you a road. We'll also try to get a budget. To construct the road uh, that they are talking about, Babeding Road, which All the right. road as well, I must agree with you, that it's very critical that road. Uh, it needs to be taken care of. Let so me go to the sure. Let me go to Veli in Jane first. Good morning, Veli. Oh, well, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Veli. It's a pleasure right. to have you on. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to uh, that guy. Hey, I there's, no time to, there's no time to wish Patrick a happy birthday. Let's go straight, let's go straight into it. Thanks, Ntate Veli. Go for it. Okay. Because <laughs> All right. All right, Ntateveli. Thanks for that. Uh, so Ntateveli, as you're hearing, he's just complaining again, raising the issue of water supply and saying that they don't have water in Gulp, asking when that issue is going to be fixed. Muloto in Johannesburg, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Casey. Uh, yes, I'm sir. a first-time caller as well, well. Welcome to the show. Go for it. 
Yeah. Kathy, uh, I just want to talk about, you know, not uh, let's, let's, let's widen the scope a little bit because the issue of municipality, we can talk about moods um, mm. and all that. Mm. But let's talk about oversight and the corruption that goes with it. I will tell you something extraordinary that I've been dealing with the police about King Goodwill's relating faking his death. Now, you might ask yourself, why, how, what does King Goodwill's relating faking his death have anything to do with municipalities? It's about people who are conducting oversight, the ministers. The corruption that goes with the ministers. You're talking, you're talking about the department, the 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 department of of health. You're talking about transport where yeah, you're finding areas has got the same but, problems. But, 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 and you're talking. Muloto, yes. I'm, I'm not aware of, of an, an instance where there was a faking of of, of, of death by the late king. Yes, he, he has faked his death, and I have gone to the police. I have said I've got proof to it. It's got something to do with me because I've been I've been trying to go to the police about the corruption that we have in government, mm. and yeah. because look, I, M- I feel M- like Muloto, it sounds like I'm going to need to put you to to my producer level just to find out more details about uh, what you're saying because it is, of course, a very serious allegation that it's that a you're very making. serious allegation. Yes, and I understand. I'm going from Johannesburg uh, South not, in the east. Yes, that's fine. I'm not disputing that. So I'm going to put you back to Lebo, um so that Lebo can be able to to fully understand what is behind the allegation that Moloto is making, uh, so that we can also try and see if there's there's more for us to to look into where that particular issue is concerned. Unfortunately, we've completely run out of time for this conversation. I'm not sure where the time has gone. So um, let me thank all of my guests for coming onto the show uh, this morning. I really appreciate it. Um, I, I think we we weren't fully able to ventilate all the issues, but uh, we did the best we could in the time that we had. It's time for me to hand over now to Sakina Kamwendo on the update at noon. Sakina, good afternoon.